0: 2022 is uh, it's been a year, um, Happy New Years everyone! I think there were some stellar titles that have come out this year in general, Xenoblade 3, Splatoon 3, Elden Ring, God of War and a, a billion others that I don't have the time to mention. Honestly, in terms of gaming, this feels like the best year since Covid hit, which is really nice. Kinda feels like we're really getting some of those titles that we would have been getting a year or two ago but as you should all know, this is a Zelda channel. So today, we're gonna look back at this year in the Zelda series specifically, which is funny because I've decided to start doing this the same year that basically nothing happened, but uh, hey, here I am. I'll be going through month by month and talking about what I can remember people talking about around that time and really delving into the thoughts of the masses around Zelda as a whole, because while looking into the future is cool and something that I literally always do with the channel, I also think taking a look back at the last year before Tears of the Kingdom releases is also pretty important and it shouldn't be understated. Plus, I did need to find something that fit the occasion this week. Let's start with a bit of a look back first. At the start of the year, we hadn't had at least a look at of The Kingdom at all for six months and it was supposedly releasing in 2022. We'd also had some slip ups or leaks, I guess, about some supposed plot points down to one of the Italian voice actors from Breath of the Wild, but apart from that, we hadn't had that much at all. That didn't bother us too much, though, because hey, the game's coming out this year. Whoa, no way! Yeah, yeah, we'll get onto that later. <laughs> The E3 2021 trailer was pretty darn good, and while I don't think it fueled the discussion quite as much as the 2019 trailer for the game, it still kept us quiet for a good long while. In January, there were some talks for potential delay, but at the time, I feel like no one really believed it. I mean, the game looked as good as done in that final trailer. Heck, some people even thought that the game would be releasing in the first few months of this year. It was doubtful, but with Nintendo's approach to marketing nowadays, it wasn't out of the question. So, January came and went, and without much of a thought, no big event to really speak of if I remember correctly, but hopes were definitely high. Plus, we'd got into the conversation of Zelda being shown at the usual February direct that we get nowadays. I mean, February is basically Zelda's big month. It's the anniversary for the original game's Japanese release and there's usually some amount of cool Zelda stuff in February. Whether it be a Skyward Resort HD port and a Game & Watch in 2021 or the Link's Awakening remake in 2019, it felt like, with the release of Breath of the Wild 2 coming soon, we'd be getting something. So, now we move into February. A direct did indeed happen, and we did actually get some Zelda news. Not really Zelda news that we were really anticipating, but it was still good for people who hadn't had the chance to play Majora's Mask yet. It was Majora's Mask on NSO. It just made yet another Zelda game available on the Switch, which is appreciated, though to this day I still think it's weird that they haven't decided to port either Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. I feel like they'd need to do the bare minimum and everyone would still be ravenous to play them. But Who am I to know, I guess? A decent month for Zelda news, but realistically, I think some people were pretty disappointed that we had no news on that sequel to Breath of the Wild. At this point, people started to realize that we hadn't even been given a name for the game yet. It felt impossible that they would actually release this year to some. I felt completely differently and thought everyone was being way too pessimistic at this point, so I set to work on a video discussing why Breath of the Wild 2 would definitely, 100%, it wouldn't be delayed. Which leads us into March. Oh, March. (laughs) For the first half of the month, I remember seeing a lot of people being very skeptical of the game releasing this year, claiming that only a few months of marketing wouldn't be enough if they do the next trailer at E3. And I completely understood this, but I also thought it was just gonna mean that there was an even bigger blowout when it comes down to the marketing than we could have hoped. As I said before, I decided to make a video on it. And on the 23rd of March of this year, the banger video, could Breath of the Wild 2 be delayed, was released and six days later on the 29th of march while i was working or doing something mundane like walking home because i try and block this memory from my head the game we knew as breath of the Wild 2 at the time was delayed mind you it wasn't a long delay only into spring 2023, there's a lot of wiggle room there. Heck, we might even get the game in March. But yeah, safe to say I wasn't feeling the most lucky after this day. I think as we move into April, this is the month where everyone kind of started to notice how starved for content we were. It was bad before, but it was even worse now. Over the course of the launch timing update video for the game, there were big two new clips that came out and Numa said something that seemed awfully suspicious at the time. This month, we analysed the heck out of that new 15 seconds of footage at a push, and had some fun with it. Some theories got out, and we were pretty certain, and still are, that we'll be going around fixing the Master Sword, much like the hero did in Skyward Sword, since the sequel seems to be taking a lot of inspiration from that game, as well as Breath of the Wild. A prospect that had many people really excited, myself included. Alnuma said that the world would be expanded beyond the skies, and while it was an interesting quote at the time, with it still being brought up to this day, nothing has come out of it yet. I do suspect we'll hear something about that stuff in February though. Hey, look at that, we're in May. There were pieces of speculation over whether there would be any other Zelda game this year in the form of the Wii U ports, but not much else. At this point, we didn't even know that the 12th of May 2022 marked one whole year until we'd finally actually get to play the sequel to Breath of the Wild. This month a lot of arguments were flung around about whether or not there's actually going to be a Zelda game releasing this year, and whether Zelda games releasing every year has been a thing for ages now or not. At the end of the day, it probably doesn't matter if they do or don't. Yeah, not much to speak about this month apart from people getting excited to get a massive new look at the game and possibly a name reveal in June. Though a spanner had been thrown into the works, E3 wasn't a thing this year but we were all expecting a June Direct all the same. And then June came around and the June Direct didn't happen (laughs) and we all cried tears of pure sadness. Seriously though, I think this was when people started to think about how the next game would change little over Breath of the Wild. The lack of brand new stuff was killing people at this point. Going off of patterns though, we could look forward to September for some news on the game. After already waiting another full calendar year after the last time we saw the game, we'd just have to wait a little bit longer. I think this year in Zelda can kind of be summed up with this month. We were all waiting on something and waiting on something and waiting on something and then something would happen and it was just kind of eh or it didn't happen at all. Which has kind of put the fanbase in this state of perpetual waiting where we could probably wait an extra 10 years to play the game now and would be just as excited. By July, people were legitimately done being hyped for the game, I think. I mean, even me personally, I started doing some videos about other games in the series since I'd legitimately run out of content for a little while there. A first in my channel's three year running now, and people just kind of stopped talking about the game for a month it felt like. It's possibly the closest it's ever been for the game's hype dying. People were still excited but you can't keep that kind of excitement up for years at a time. Yay, we're in August, my birth month. The only thing that happened this month is that people start to feel some amount of optimism again. If the game is releasing in early spring, maybe around March time, then we would have to be seeing the game in a September direct and that's only next month. We'll likely know the release date by then, people started to get excited and started speculating on what that stuff could be. Some even thought there was a chance of the Wii U ports being announced at the very end of the year. Now September was the single largest month of the year for Zelda fans in terms of the sheer volume of stuff that happened, but looking at it on paper, not all that much happened at all. The direct did happen though and a trailer for the newly named Tears of the Kingdom came with it. Not everyone was happy with the name, but I was just happy that we actually had something to call it now, plus we got a release date. Was it February? No. Was it March? No. Was it April? No. Was it May? Yes, it was the 12th of May 2023, like less than a month before it technically becomes summer, (laughs) but everyone was just happy to have a release date and some new footage. For the rest of the month, any thought from any Zelda fan was, I cannot wait for May and the game looks great, but there has to be more to it, which felt like the perfect way to describe that trailer looking back. And that's because in October, I saw a lot of people losing that hype again already. With only a little bit of time before release now, I don't think that the uh, September trailer did enough to keep us hyped. Was it a fine trailer? For sure. But the main talking points were definitely the two new details, the name and the release date. The only other thing that a lot of people talked about really was the fact that we might have seen the amount of dungeons in the game if we're searching for the tiers around Hyrule. If so, then we'll be getting a ton of dungeons, which is exciting, but we didn't and we don't know if that is what the tiers signify, and if they're even tiers. So October passed us by and the hype started to die down again already from what I saw universally. November, It, it feels like ages ago but it was only like last month. Nothing happened in this month either. Some cool new games came out like Sonic, God of War, a broken Pokemon game that's still some amount of fun, but nothing in Zelda news. People were preparing to be hyped for the Game Awards by the end of the month though. The hype wasn't crazy high, but there were people out there thinking about it. While I love December as a month, this was probably the saddest month of the year for Zelda fans who read into patterns and stuff like that. On the lead-up to the Game Awards, the creator of the event retweeted some stuff that kind of made it seem like Tears of the Kingdom might make an appearance. The only two games of Nintendo's he retweeted were Bayonetta and Tears of the Kingdom, and during the event, Bayonetta technically got a new game revealed, which led a lot of people to believe that a trailer could actually still be coming at the end of the event. Tears of the Kingdom even won Most Anticipated Game of 2023, which, for that event, usually means they're going to show something off for the game, but it just kind of didn't? I think it's a wasted marketing opportunity in my opinion, especially since they won the award, but I I don't know. It felt like this was really the year for the game to show up, and the game awards would kickstart this crazy marketing campaign that would run until release. With only 5 months to release it would have made sense, but I'm not Nintendo so maybe they saw better? Recently a couple new things came to light too. Tears of the Kingdom was rated E for everyone. This made some people mad because they wanted a more horror-filled Zelda. I still think the game can be dark though. It doesn't have to be body horror and stuff, just some slightly different atmosphere and bits like that. And something even more recent is that this box is going around that signifies that Tears of the Kingdom is gonna have Switch Online uses. Realistically, I think this means DLC or cloud saves. I mean, heck, we don't even have confirmation on DLC yet. But I mean, you never know, I guess. We'll have to see when we get to release day. Plus, this photo could just be fake. I kinda doubt that, but it could be. Oh, and uh, one more notable thing, which happened in the lead up before this video came out, which isn't fun. Apparently a Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED was leaked and I'm not really sure on it. I'm not going to show it because if it is real, I don't want to get copystriked, I'll be honest. But yeah, there's too much stuff happening this week. (laughs) It looks cool though. And that's it. It's been a year. Was it a great year? Not really. Was it terrible? Definitely not. And there are so many Zelda games on Switch that it doesn't even really matter. So I'm now going to go back to playing Skyward Sword on my Switch right now while we wait for Tears of the Kingdom. What have you thought to the last year for us Zelda fans? Has it been fine? Has it been tough? And how excited are you for Tears of the Kingdom? Let me know in the comments. Subscribe for more content on the lead up to the game's release and like this video if you enjoyed. Thank you to all of my amazing Patreon supporters as usual and my members with an extra special thank you to Sumjee and Jared Whedon as usual, you can join them down in the description. Thank. You Thank you all for watching, and I will see you all next week. Please do stay safe.